Hey, welcome to the Push Pull Sales and Marketing Podcast. I'm Marcello. And I'm Sherry. And each episode will provide you with sales and marketing strategies that you can implement immediately into your own business. Today, we are going to be talking about the marketing advantages of being a small business. This is actually based off of an article that I wrote, which you can also read at pushbullsales.com if you'd like. But I want to expand on some of these points and touch on this. We haven't talked about this in podcast form recently. And I think it's something interesting. And it's something that comes up a lot. I hear from a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs, the frustration that they feel like they can't compete with some of these huge brands, (laughs) that some of these big, you know, massive brands that we think of, they have a ton of marketing dollars to put to work. They have huge marketing (laughs) budgets. They have huge uh, staff in those marketing departments. They can do a lot of things. And, um, you know, a lot of small businesses get frustrated because they don't have that. Maybe they're a one person show still. Maybe it's a family business. Maybe they only have a couple people and there's other things that are more pressing and marketing keeps going to the back burner or they don't have a ton of money to put into this. Um, and I want to assure you that that's okay. And that sometimes being small, <laughs> that there's sometimes advantages that come with that. Um, Just because you don't have a huge budget or a huge staff doesn't mean that you can't have a very successful marketing strategy. Um, And especially now that you have these resources in the digital realm, that you have social media and websites and kind of all these digital tools to use to your advantage. Um, So let's dive into it a little bit, especially in that capacity. Now, more than ever, you have access to affordable marketing opportunities. Um, Unlike TV ads or magazine spreads, you don't need a massive budget to run a digital marketing campaign. Um, It used to be, if you were running a small business, that maybe you could get a commercial on a local station, but even that was very costly. Or maybe you had a radio ad, again, probably very costly, Um, or something in the local newspaper, but still, you know, you were paying to play and you were playing in these smaller markets. Um, now, and you didn't have the budget to compete with, let's say, a Nike or a Target or something like that, where they're putting so much money into these TV ads and magazine spreads or whatever. Um, but currently, you could do stuff for free. You can write blog posts. You can build up social media channels for free. Um, Time, yes, and time is sometimes costly. But essentially, you know, it's not the same thing as hiring um, a whole video crew and a production crew and, and then paying, you know, all of this money to put together like a TV commercial or something. Um, You can engage viewers on any of the social media platforms. You can inspire people. You can connect with people. All of that for free. Um, And even if you need to buy into some strategies, that cost of entry is relatively low. Um, You know, you can run those Facebook ads that are highly targeted um, and they can convert well. You can, it's amazing to me still that you could buy a Facebook ad for $5. (laughs) Where else... Can you do advertising and experiment with it and try it for $5? Like, yeah, okay, it might not have a massive reach or massive impact, but you can at least try it. And if it gets some traction, you can throw more money behind it. And if it doesn't, you only spend $5 on that experiment. Um, 
You can also partner with influencers for very reasonable rates. We're not talking, you know, Kim Kardashian kind of influencers. We're talking about smaller influencers, local influencers, people within your industry that have reasonable followings. All of these things are options at your disposal. Those things were not options previously. And the proof that these things work is because big brands are also getting into this, that you see these big brands paying attention to this, spending some of their marketing money on these types of things. Um, but another one of your advantages as a small business that might not be the same for some of these larger corporations is that you are closer to your audience. In small business, you have a closer relationship with your customers. You know who they are, what they like, how they interact. Um, and if you don't know that information, then you at least have the ability to ask them. Um, having fewer customers <laughs> allows you to establish strong loyalty and personalization, which is something that many people are craving right now. Um, having fewer com- customers isn't always a bad thing. Um, yes, I'm sure you would love to expand and and have more people flowing through and more people, you know, purchasing and all of that. But if you're not at that point, use this smaller point that you're at to your advantage. Use it to your advantage that um, that you have fewer customers so you can pay more attention to each one of them. It doesn't mean that you work less. (laughs) It means that you make that buying experience a lot better. It means that you spend your extra time figuring out why did they buy? How did they find us? What can we do to make this experience better? How can we continue to grow? Um, And you're going to be able to look at each of those experiences and be able to target your marketing strategies accordingly. Um, Something that is so fascinating to me is this idea of like local businesses. And I think it's something that's interesting to me because a lot of times in this digital space, I am in front of audiences, you know, across the world, essentially, um, where, you know, in a lot of the businesses that I'm working on, it's not local, it's not location specific. Um, That when I'm reaching out to people, you know, somebody across the country can view my stuff, purchase my services the same way that someone, you know, my neighbor could purchase it. Um, So it's fascinating to me when people are focused on something local. And this is genuinely an advantage. If you can focus in on the local market, that is an advantage. Um, Because people automatically have a connection with you if they know that you're in their community. Um, I was, I met with um, a local blogger the one time and she was kind of looking for some advice and was getting frustrated that her traffic wasn't huge. Um, She was getting decent traffic, but she was, you know, kind of comparing herself to larger bloggers, people that might have more of a national or international audience. And we tried to really reframe that. And I encourage, you know, a lot of people, if they ever ask questions of how can I gain traffic? How can I get more viewers? You know, we always want to go back to the why. Why do you need more viewers? And for her, locally, she was running, she runs workshops here locally. And he said, how many people can be in each class? And she said, oh, I only have capacity to keep it very, very small, very intimate on purpose. I have 10 people per workshop. I said, great, you don't need thousands or tens of thousands of people looking at your stuff. 
you need to figure out how many people need to see this um, and who needs to see it so that I can fill 10 spots. And maybe you're running workshops weekly or monthly or whatever it is, but it seems much more attainable to say, oh, actually, I have a 10% close rate. Um, I only need to reach 100 people to fill 10 spots. Um, that's fantastic. Hopefully, my numbers were right there. Don't quote me on that. I usually have to ask my uh, seven-year-old son um, for percentages and stuff. I don't know why. Never clicked with me. But regardless, it is much more attainable. And it was a relief for her to hear that. And she was able to stop talking to the masses. And she was able to focus on local people who would actually sign up for her workshop. And she's generating income directly off of that. She's generating real income by reaching fewer people. Um, you know, it's something that I, I started up a Instagram page for our local community, kind of as an experiment, kind of because I was curious about this local kind of stuff. And it's always amazing to me how much engagement there is there. Because people realize that you're talking to them, that they're not just pretty pictures, they're pretty pictures of their local park or their local buildings. Or, you know, they can check back in and see what local events are going on. And there's conversation there. And there's the sense of community. So if you are a small business, use location to your advantage. Even if, let's say you're a franchise and you are open, you have the flexibility to really market locally. Don't just position yourself as a franchise. Position yourself as, you know, the local location of this franchise. Um, really customize it. Be involved in the community around you. Um, it's, it's amazing to me that how engaged people will be if they know you're next door. Um, and also in your marketing efforts, um, ad dollars, like let's say you go on Facebook ads, you can be very specific with where you are targeting. And it's awesome. You know, it's nice to not be able to just put in, um, I don't know, stay at home moms everywhere. You know, if you're looking for something particular, if you're looking for, you know, moms in this 15 mile radius to come to an event, or something like that is is a whole different ball game. And um, it's something to play with. It's something to use to your advantage. And it's something that a lot of these larger corporations do not have that advantage. So use that, make it work for you. Um, the other piece of being able to work in this online world is that a lot of times you're able to see the data. Um, it is one of those magical things about digital marketing, um, where you have the ability to assess how things are going, and make changes accordingly. It terrifies me to think that, you know, I'm, I've been working in this digital space for so long that like, if we put out a, a digital product, we put out an article or a podcast episode or a course or, you know, something, a printable, whatever, something in this digital space, there's always that nice knowledge that uh, if there's a mistake, you can go change it. If I publish an article, I can go back in and fix a typo. Like, it's it's no big deal. It's different than sending it off to a publisher. <laughs> you know, it's different than sending it off to a magazine. Um, but even other than that, you can see how things are working. Um, you can see in a glance how a Facebook ad is performing. There have been plenty of times where I try out a Facebook ad, and it's just not converting. It's not working as well as I'd like. And I can just pause it. Even if I'm only... 
$2 into this $5 ad and I'm noticing like, mm, something's not really working here, I can pause it. I can start over. I can tweak it. I can adjust it. I can make changes right there on the spot. Um, there's no commitment for better or worse in the world of digital marketing. Um, you can't do that with print ads. Um, and you also, you don't, you don't necessarily know what's working and what's not. Um, there are many small businesses and large businesses that have spent money on traditional forms of marketing that have awful ROIs. Um, but you might not be realizing it. And there are different pieces of this. There's there's a difference between brand awareness and other types of marketing. So like, I do believe that it's important. Sometimes you're not always going to see those conversions. You know, you're not always going to see a purchase for every dollar that you spend or whatever your, your purchase rate is. And that's okay, as long as you're getting yourself out there. But you do need to be aware of what's the point of this? What am I hoping to get out of this? And where could this money better be spent? Um, an example, currently with Gymnast Mindset, we were looking at um, like meat brochures. So when you go to a competition, parents get like the brochure for the meat. And a lot of times there's ads in there. Um, and it's kind of interesting because usually there's, you know, your daughter might compete for like three minutes total and you're there for like five hours. So parents are flipping through these brochures. They are looking at things. It's interesting. At least eyes are on it. But it becomes tough and it becomes tough to decide, well, do we do that or do we run a Facebook ad at the same cost? Do I run a $50 ad in a brochure that's going to show up at one competition and then probably go in the trash? Um, or do I try running a $50 Facebook ad or five different $10 Facebook ads targeting a similar market, a similar area? You know, it's tough. It's hard to know. And a lot of times you do need to just experiment and see what seems to be working for you. But make sure you're looking to see what's working and what's not working. To that point, as a small business, you are able to experiment. You are able to pivot quickly. If you are the key decision maker in a small business, you are able to make decisions quickly and effectively. Big brands have a lot more red tape, especially if there's a big marketing team. There might be a lot of opinions. There might be people above you. You know, the decision is further and further away. To get to a point where you can pull the trigger and try something is further away. New ideas need to get approved by tons of people before releasing them to the public, also because they have the entire world judging their every move. That We hear these horror stories of a brand putting out something on Twitter that all of a sudden there's massive backlash or, um, you know, the Pepsi commercial that occurred, what, a year or so ago, maybe? I don't know how long ago that was, that people had a reaction to it. Um, and it comes up all the time. And these... I think a lot of times small businesses get scared when they hear these things. Um, they get scared that like, oh, if that happened to them, imagine, you know, how much we're going to get crushed here. And yes, I think it's important to be aware and to be knowledgeable and to be conscious of these kind of potential issues. But also, you don't have as many people watching you <laughs> as Betsy does. Um, there's not as many people out there paying attention. And it's okay. It's okay to try. I would rather you try things and put stuff out there and go from there than to not put anything out at all. Um, you have that room to experiment. 
you are able to make changes on the fly. Um, it is a huge advantage to small businesses in this quickly changing landscape um, of, of marketing and digital marketing. Um, a lot of these bigger brands, they have, yes, they have a ton of budget, but they've also been very comfortable with how they allocate their budgets. That year after year, you know, X amount goes to this channel, X amount goes to that channel and whatever. And whenever something new comes on the scene, it feels too hard to shift and try something new. And they're gambling with a lot more money. For you, if you can quickly change, try something new, see what happens, um, you have that advantage. I mean, how many people have blown up because they were first on a new platform or they tried something new that really worked for them and then everyone else tried to catch up and copy it. Um, not every idea is going to work. Not every strategy is going to work, but at least you have the flexibility to give it a go. Um, and also to that point, you can't afford not to try new things. Um, so like I said, these big brands have like millions of dollars on the line. If they take a wrong step, um, they could waste that massive marketing budget, but they also could potentially lose a lot of revenue. Um, you, it can be tough for them because they might not be seeing as much. Their, their loss might be more of a gradual kind of thing. If they're not diving into these new strategies, if they're not trying new things, they might not see an impact right away because they have that brand built, because people are doing it. But we see giant brands die all the time. You know, there's <laughs> AOL was once a massive thing um, that has gone by the wayside. There are a lot of companies, not just in the tech realm, that really don't exist in the same capacity anymore. Um, Kmart has had to close a lot of stores. Um, you know, a lot of restaurants kind of come and go. Like, it's it's interesting, but usually it happens over time. And by the time they realize that they're outdated, they can't catch up. It's, it's too hard. Um, for you, the nice thing is being closer to this, being closer to your customers, but also being... Um, you know, every sale matters as a small business. And if you if your sales start to go down, you start to feel that impact very quickly. And you risk losing more by not trying these new strategies. Um, I never quite understand the small business owners hesitation when looking at new technology or platforms or ways of communicating. My my outlook is like, why not dive in with both feet? And try it. If it doesn't work, then you know it doesn't work. You can move on to the next thing. Or you can go back to your old ways. But it's important. Every sale is important for you. And if you can gain some traction there, you know, it's going to make a world of difference to you. So if you see your sales declining or if you're really struggling, don't just keep doing things the same way. Um, I had an old coach that uh, would say, you know, like you look like a, a fly um, trying to get out of a window. <laughs> you just keep trying to fly out, trying to fly out, just bashing your head against the window. Why don't you try something different? Why don't you try a different window? You know, so I, I approach business the same way that, yes, there's something to be said for consistency. Yes, there's something to be said for, um, you know, staying the course. But no one's saying you have to throw in the towel on the old stuff. 
I'm saying spend a little bit extra time, a little bit extra effort, potentially a little bit extra money, and try new things. And when you see something start to gain more traction, then you can shift and put put more resources behind it. Um, I am not a gambler. Really, I'm not. It is not my personality to take big chances. I take little chances. And I kind of keep an eye on different things. And if something seems to be working, then I'm going to shift that way. Um, so, you know, you don't have to just say, well, we've always run an ad in the newspaper and it worked pretty well for us, but we're just not going to do that anymore. That's not really my my advice here. My advice here is to update, innovate, figure something out on top of it, and then you can kind of compare and contrast and figure out what you want to do. The answer is you might want to do both. You might want to stick with a lot of your traditional marketing and what you've been doing, and you might also want to do more digital if you don't have the capacity to do that, is it worth hiring somebody? Is it worth, you know, dropping something to make this happen? You can decide that later, but at least try, try to adjust. Um, and in closing, I mean, it is easy to feel discouraged as the quote unquote little guy in a world filled with like Nikes and Pepsis and Coca-Colas and Adidas and, and all of that. But keep in mind, you do have the advantage of Staying true to yourself, staying true to your business, staying true to your customer. Um, As long as your marketing reflects that, you will do just fine. You do have a lot of resources at your fingertips. You do have a lot of advantages. And enjoy being the little guy because being the big guy comes with a lot of headaches too. It's The grass is not always greener on that side of the fence. Um, You know, I was talking with another small business owner where he was like, I feel like I'm at the tipping point where I have to decide. I have to decide if what I'm doing right now is is the best. Is this where I want to stay? Because I'm making good money. I have good work-life balance. Um, and we could just stay here. But also, we wouldn't be able to continue to grow. Because if we continue to grow then I really need to take that next big step. We need to really upgrade our facilities. I need to hire more people. We need to go all in on the next step. And it's a tough thing because he was like, I don't know with all that investment, I might just end up back in the same place, making the same amount of money, but also suffering in other areas that my work-life balance might be worse off, that I might not enjoy what I do as much, that I might lose some of that personal connection with my customer if we grow too big. And I want you to consider that as well, that why did you open this store? You know, you in all likelihood, if you open a, especially like a local small business, you did not open this to become the next big thing. You open this to make some money, to set your own schedule, to be a part of this community, and to try this adventure. So don't lose sight of that, that where you're at right now might be good in and of itself. As long as you are making money and happy with what you're making and making ends meet and you're happy on a regular basis, that's okay too. So whatever you need to do to keep you at that point, I'm good with that. So I want you to take all of that with you Um, to recap real quickly. I mean, use those affordable marketing opportunities to your advantage. Use it to your advantage that you are closer to your audience. If you have a local market that you're going after, use that community aspect to your advantage. Keep an eye on the data and 
Pay really close attention to what's working and what's not working. Use it to your advantage that you are able to change course quickly, especially if you are the one and only decision maker. You can decide what you're going to try that day. Experiment. Have fun with it. Um, And also make sure that you try these new things, that you can't afford to keep things as they are when you start to notice that things are slipping. I don't want it to be too late. So if nothing else, (laughs) take away from this to try, um, to stay positive with this, and to understand that it's not a lost cause. Yes, we live in a world with a lot of big corporations. Yes, they're taking over a lot of market share. But there is space for you as a small business as well. That wraps things up for this episode and wanted to remind you guys that you can always find show notes at pushpullsales.com. You can also connect with us on social media. We are at pushpullsales on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can reach out to us anytime if you have feedback or topic suggestions or want to be a guest on the show. You can simply email us, pushbullsales at gmail.com. You can also support our show at patreon.com slash pushbullsales. Thank you to bensound.com for our intro and outro music. And thanks to you guys for listening. Tune in next time where we'll tackle another topic. See ya.